Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy. And I'm Christy. And we're recapping Michelle's season of The Bachelorette. Hello, people of the world slash universe. We're back for episode two. If I haven't lost my mind. Before we get into all this juicy villainous drama from this week uh, i just wanted to check in with our reporter on the street christy for this week's bachelor nation news what's the word out there christy well blake and katie broke up oh no say it isn't so none of us could have seen this coming no never i mean I'm not sure what we thought would happen when you get engaged to somebody but the day before you were crying about a different guy. No, no, no. That that always works out well. You know, every once in a while it does, but I don't know. I'll never forget just the whole, like, I was going to leave the show with Greg, but then I'm in love with Blake the next day. Well, you know... You don't want to be embarrassed on national television, so you got to make a choice at some point. Yeah, I mean, I just, I kind of thought they would have lasted a little longer. Well, I'm sure they tried their best. Though, I'm sure that aunt of hers is gloating real hard right now. (laughs) Aunt Lindsay. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I, I... I told I told them he was gonna go to Africa or whatever, and then it was gonna be all over. And they said that they wanted to make it work, so they were gonna make it work. But what fools! I mean, it kind of seems like Blake went to Africa, and they barely spent any time together. And then also there was this quote from an article over the weekend, like before they broke up from Katie, where she said, I'm just focusing on myself. He's focusing on him. And if we work doing that, great. That's not really the best Hmm. outlook you want to have, I feel like. That's a little strange. Uh, so so they're, they're over for sure. It appears that way. I mean, they released, like, the joint statement. Oh, of course. You know? They, we definitely care about each other, for sure, but we are definitely breaking up, even though we for sure have huge amounts of respect for each o- the other. Yes, and we also ask for your privacy during this time, mm-hmm. probably. Yes, please, no, no more DMs. We beg <laughs> you. <laughs> I don't need you to keep telling me that I should have just put a ring on Mike A or whatever his name is way earlier. (laughs) Gay, I don't need that in my life right now. It's a very trying time. No, we should just leave them alone. Okay, yeah. um, Did you you want to mention, and maybe, okay, maybe this is the real reason they broke up, Um, but were you going to mention the stand-up comedy? Oh yeah, uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I I don't 
there's not a ton of detail available about it, but Katie did a stand-up routine, I think, opening for Whitney Cummings, I think. I mean, and, she's a comedian. Yeah, I don't know anything about her, but from the write-ups, I saw Katie bombed. Oh, no. And not in a good way. Uh, that's uncomfortable. Yeah, that's not really... <sighs> that's not really something you do like comedians work very hard on their craft like stand-up is not an easy thing like the reason that a lot of these people are very funny is because they actually practice all these things like it's a whole process you go through to prepare a stand-up act for goodness sake i mean yeah it's not something you wing <laughs> and just, no no oh, it's not let me, let me go out and do a bunch of poop jokes and sex jokes and hope that that's good enough yeah so unfortunate yeah not a not the greatest week for katie Ugh, just adding insult to injury. Did anyone get any footage of that, or were all their phones locked away in little pouches? Like, um, I saw, I saw like a maybe like a thirty-second clip of it, but that might have been it. Hmm. Well, I hope she can recover. I guess. I'm sure she'll be fine. Yeah, she's probably she's probably doing all right financially, if not emotionally. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else from the world? Um. Yeah, Chris Harrison got engaged. Wait, what? I thought he was already married to somebody. Like currently? Like a little while ago. Um, well, he got divorced several years ago, oh, but so then he's, he's been dating Lauren Zima for like the past three years. I know this is a huge shock to everyone, but I have no idea who that is. <laughs> um, she works for Entertainment Tonight, I think. She used to have like this Bachelor recap YouTube show, which she had to stop when the whole scandal went down earlier this year. <laughs> uh, um, conflict of interest. Just just a tad, so. Um, but huh. funny enough, he didn't use a Neil Lane diamond. <gasps> In fact, he posted this on the Instagram of the jeweler that he used. As soon as I knew I was going to propose to at Lauren Zima, I knew there was only one man to call to help me choose the perfect diamond and personally design the ring, and that's my friend Charles Nip McClave. Oh boy! So he like threw shade. <laughs> oh boy! There was only only one man to call. Oh, and it wasn't Neil. I bet Neil Lane was not <laughs> happy about that. It's like I know it was in the contract, but still, I thought we were friends. <laughs> I'm sure it was still ridiculous as far as rings go, though. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, like I actually went to the facebook page for that jeweler they don't really have a functioning website right now which is kind of terrible timing if chris harrison is buying a ring from you 
because you're going to get a lot of traffic. So I went to like their Facebook page and they only seem to have a location in a mall. So I was just a little bit that's puzzled. not that's not the Neil Lane experience I'm used to. No, I'm used to him showing up with a trench coat with all these little ring pockets or is coming up with his ring brief briefcase. Unbelievable. Yeah, unexpected choice. Mm. Doesn't sound quite as classy to me. <laughs> Maybe it's better quality. Uh, I mean, luck. They're all just rocks at the end of the day anyways. Rocks mm. and metals. Unbelievable. Yeah. And then one last thing. Apparently ABC is going to be shooting a second Bachelor season like in February at some point. And so we might be seeing some flip-flopping with the scheduling next year. So that'll be interesting. So, yeah, how many months out of the year are they going to be? Are they going to be showing these things? Well, it should still be like it was this year. Because I have a life, you know. <laughs> oh, ABC doesn't care I'm, about that. I'm a very busy man. I need my time off once in a while, you know. Yeah, well, once Michelle's ends in December, they Clayton's season starts in January. They seem very dedicated to the fact that people really want to see five Bachelor Nation shows in one year. Yeah, pretty much. It is slightly overkill, though. I think slash hope for my own sanity that... They get a bit of a reality check on that. <laughs> I mean, the ratings aren't super great lately. Oh, no. So, yeah, so that's, that's a, kind of an interesting question, then, since we're still in the realm of general Bachelor Nation. What, what, do, you, what do you think about that? Because I, from a business perspective, yeah, and I obviously am not a television executive— of course. Otherwise, I wouldn't be doing this podcast. <laughs> I would be making <laughs> millions of dollars. But it seems a little strange to if your if your IP and product is already struggling a bit. It just I I don't know how much sense it makes to then further dilute that. You know, I don't know if, if that affects TV the same way as as other areas of business, but it does seem like a little bit of a strange call to be like, oh, well, we're not doing so great. Let's just, like, be on all the time now. I mean, some of it, I wonder if, like, ABC doesn't have enough other stuff to air that would pull in equal or greater ratings. Well, okay. And yeah. reality TV is also very cheap to produce. So, I don't know. It, and, like, TV ratings are falling across the board, so it's not just this show, but it is strange to see ratings that are, like, less than 3 million when, like, 10 years ago, you would get 10, 12 million people watching. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know how much of that is picked up by, like, online streaming or DVRs or whatever, but... Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, uh, it's a it's an interesting topic to think about, and perhaps I'm just angry that they are continuing to expand, and that just means more weeks of recapping. Yeah, you picked an interesting time to join this franchise because it didn't used to be like this. <laughs> uh, if only I knew what I was getting into. Now that we have reached what our... Did I say last week that it was going to be our 20th episode? Uh, no, it has to be more than 20. Is today 30 then? Maybe? Because like, each season is, what, 10 or 11 episodes? And this is... We've done three full seasons so far. So... Uh, I mean, let me do a little bit of a quick count. But, while I do that, is there anything else from the outside world that we need to bring into this season? Um, I don't, I think that was pretty much it. The most, the Blake and Katie and Chris news kind of dropped back to back, so... Bachelor Reddit was going pretty crazy mm. that day. I think it was like <laughs> Monday, maybe. I mean, Bachelor Nation can be a bit excitable. Yes, thousands of comments. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yes, if my calculations are correct, today is number 30. So I don't know if that's a milestone or not, but there you go. Yeah, it's a little bit of a milestone. Who knew I would last this long? I figured you would. Oh, boy. <laughs> Should we get into the episode? Yes, yes, I was just blinking out. Help me in Morse code with my blinking. So, <laughs> we did you. Um, so we pick up with the men kind of moving into the, I forget the name of the hotel they're at. They're in Palm Springs somewhere. And it just seemed, almost seemed like a repeat of the Claire Tasia season, just with all the men gathered in the room in the desert. Yeah, well, you know, it's COVID time. They gotta be careful. So the first group date, we have Brandon, Romeo, Rick, PJ, Will, Olu, Casey, Daniel, LT, and Peter. And if y'all are anything like me, I don't know who half these people are yet. Yeah, I I, I couldn't tell you <laughs> much about. I think a couple of them in that group went home, actually. Mm-hmm, yes. Yeah, oh, I... How do you, so the the premise of this date was, of course, that Michelle has three friends that she wants to introduce them to. And of course, it's your, I mean, is this weird to say? It's just like, this is like the bowl of, of Skittles. It was like they made sure that they brought one white kid 
one black kid and one Asian kid. <laughs> hey, I see that stuff all the time in media. It's very obvious. <laughs> I mean, we saw it last week with like Michelle's intro with like the kids that are supposedly her students in her classroom. Yeah, but I think all of those, I guess maybe there there was like one white student, but most of them were black, which I mean, it makes sense. She's like in a black community in yeah. Minnesota. Uh, but it was just kind of funny to me because I was like, wait a second. Yeah, very strategically <laughs> is this, selected. Is this a racially motivated casting? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder where they pulled these students from. Like, I don't think she actually knows them. I'm, I'm sure not. <laughs> like, whenever the bachelor or bachelorette's like, oh, I brought three friends in quotes. It's like they're never actually friends. No, definitely, definitely not. So I guess the premise here is that the men on this group date are going to have to go through a, a basically an abbreviated school day. Yes, I always love dates like this. It's basically like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? Kind and of the thing. answer was a resounding no. No. I mean, we had questions like in the math section, two negative numbers multiplied oh, together no. gives you what? And no. somebody wrote that somebody wrote negative. Oh, <laughs> no. That was oh, oh dear. That was very painful. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, basically they're just sitting there and they all had many, many whiteboards with them and so they're like it's just like, Oh, what is blah 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 and they would have to write their answer and dry erase and then show it to the class and the kids, who of course were very savage. Yes, I enjoyed that. Especially the girl like in the chemistry part when Peter's like trying to get Marcel's attention and he's and she's like, Leave her alone. <laughs> yeah, I I don't particularly like this pizzapreneur. Oh no, I don't like Peter at all either. He was just doing the the absolute most this whole time. Like super aggressive in the musical chairs incredibly incredibly aggressive and yeah he just uh would not quit it he was so determined that he would get michelle's attention and he did because he was an idiot and not in a good way in the in the spelling section Brandon spelled protein wrong. Okay, okay. Christy. 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 <laughs> it wasn't just protein. I'm pretty sure he spelled every single word wrong. Well, yes, that's the only <laughs> that's the only one I wrote down, but probably was it narcissist? No, it wasn't. There was another one. I forget what word it that's was. It's really but... bad. Yeah. Not good. Not good whatsoever. And of course, Peter is continuing to just try really hard. Like he'll he'll spell his word and then he'll write a little, he'll like draw a little illustration under it. Oh, that annoyed me very much. <laughs> <laughs> like we didn't ask for embellishments here. 
no no but he's you know he's very he's just you know he's he struggled so much christy all right and he's he's a pizzapreneur okay it's a tough life as a pizzapreneur if you say so wow there's not a whole lot of margin in food okay christy it's real That's tough true <laughs> he's not giving the best like impression though mm, really <laughs> <laughs> Do tell. Why would you say such a thing? Well, uh, judging by that bite from that's coming up. Well, yeah, and I think it is uh, appropriate to mention that uh, I don't remember who this is, but it, he's well. the guy. He he's the guy that basically looks like the other guy. I know that's super helpful, <laughs> but he's like he's like the the like great value discount version of the rock climbing guy. Oh, do you see what I'm talking about? Oh, well, their hairstyles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like the the beard that they got going on. Um, but yes, if you say that's Will, I will believe you. Um, I I think that's who it is. But yeah, so they one of the words they were asked to spell in spelling class was narcissist. And Will, instead of trying to spell out narcissist, wrote out Peter. Which I thought was hilarious <laughs> and well-deserved, but yes, Peter. Peter was not, <laughs> Peter no. was not pleased. Yeah, he was still sulking the rest of the time. Yeah, so... <laughs> It's so angry. It's so funny to me. I'm just like, why are you so? You're already so emotionally worked up about everything. He's got a short fuse. Yeah, we'll see how long he lasts. I guess. <laughs> yeah. So then we move to the nighttime portion. And, oh, first up is Brandon, <laughs> who apologizes for his bad spelling. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think I think he said something to the effect of, I'm, all, I'm always going to try for you. <laughs> yes, he, like, he flipped it around in a, in a positive way. It's like when you're doing an interview and you always turn your weakness into, like, <laughs> how you're working to improve. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. He, he sorry go ahead i was just gonna say he starts spouting all these like lines and i love that michelle like immediately calls him out for the fact that he's heard the line somewhere saw it on the internet well it just was a very it was like a very cliche way to say stuff yeah i just i just think the way michelle handles these guys is great she just she knows how to handle a group and like one-on-one oh my god wow who knew she would be so great i mean she's the one that they really should have chosen from the beginning definitely no shade thrown there no none at all i thought <laughs> look christy i thought it was just because 
she didn't want to take time away from her children, you know, her class. Yeah, we so, we heard that, but then, like, she <laughs> oh, ended up... You don't believe that. Well, sort of. Like, she still ended up missing part of this semester with filming. So, I don't know. I don't know really what the deal is there. Christy is still suspicious that this was a racially motivated casting. I mean, it probably was, but I don't know. Just the choice of Katie from the beginning was just strange to me because she finished so far back in the season. Yeah, but she was so sex positive, Christy. Uh, well, we see how that worked out. Oh, dang. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, I don't know. I think it's a little rash and a little unwise to just be throwing shade like that and making a connection between her sex positivity and how her relationship ended up okay oh i don't think those two things are necessarily connected mm. i think it's more so the way her the whole season went down at the end mm, i see so you're saying perhaps have a stronger quirk than being dildo girl I mean, that I would be I don't even nice. know if I'm allowed to say that on the internet. <laughs> I, I will... Uh, I I don't know. You can interrupt me if you think we've skipped anybody worth mentioning. But I just wanted to go to the Peter fight. Because that was the most hilarious thing to me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're just like yelling. I, they're, yeah, they're literally just standing a few feet apart from each other and yelling at each other, making zero progress. And like pointing fingers at each other. Uh, and... Yeah, just waving their arms wildly. <laughs> oh, what was that line that <laughs> Will yeah. said? He, he said, near the end of it, he said, what do you have to offer besides a slice, bro? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and Peter also just says bro a lot, too. Uh, and like, you don't understand me, bro. And just like over and over and over. That that slice line, though, cracked me up so much. The, so, so funny. What do you have to offer besides a slice? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, used his pizza preneurship against him. Should we briefly mention Rick? Um, if you would like to, sure. He has like this whole fill in the blank thing. Yes, a fill in the words. A weird Mad Lib. I just, I don't know. I still, I'm like slightly creeped out by him, and I don't really know how to explain it. But is Rick Frosted Tips guy? No, he's the head on a platter. Oh, guy. yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. So this could be excessively mean. And so I'm sorry if it is. But as someone who has somewhat of a weird face, he kind of has a weird face. Mm, In I my opinion. I didn't think his face was weird. It's It's more his, like, demeanor and, like, intensity with her but don't you know 
he will shortly be falling in love with her if they progress their connection and trust the process <sighs> you know so oh. <laughs> you gotta you gotta start strong I don't, I don't know. I need to see him in like a more lighthearted role or circumstance. Hmm. I see. But anyway, yeah, I mean, it was uh, yeah. Clearly, the purpose of it was just to put in romantic words and then kiss each other. Of yeah. Course. And this, then <laughs> this is the Bachelorette, after all. Yes. So then Peter gets pulled to the side by Michelle, and this was just great. She tells him she heard him yelling. He sounded aggressive. And then usually I feel like a lot of bachelors would have just left it right there, but she then goes further and is like, yeah, what if, like, in the future, like, I do something to upset you, and what if that's your response, what you just did with Will? <laughs> he's like, oh, crap. So then he apologizes. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Ouch. And, yeah. He also says to the camera that he got his rose robbed. Like, it wasn't yours to begin with, but okay. That's kind of big time, like, Carl energy right there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I totally had that thing, and it just got snatched away from me. <laughs> yeah, so Brandon ended up ends up getting the rose which again look i may roast him for his terrible academic performance um but so far i don't mind him as a person yeah he seems fine he kind of again I'm like, I feel like I'm just going to get in so much trouble for this episode. But he sort of reminded me slightly just in his general, like, energy state and just, like, the vibe he gave off. But he kind of slightly reminded me of Jason from The Good Place. Really? Yeah, just, like, that sort of, like, childish like innocence coupled with like a ton of enthusiasm and like sincerity uh i don't know if i'd agree with that jason i feel like was a lot more like hyper and like excitable than brandon brandon seems more low-key than that maybe I guess it's just the the baseline traits that kind of reminded me. Yes, of course. Particularly since Jason was a fictional, well, yeah, character, I mean, it was way more over the board. I just, I just was watching him and was kind of like, man, this sort of like foundational traits of that like total seeming total sincerity, but also like this huge, like this youth youthful in exuberance. But anyways, probably wrong, but that's what he reminded me of. Um, and then it was, yeah, it was so Mike is kind of Jamie light. That's who I was thinking of because their beards, in my opinion, are kind of the same and their head shape seems a little bit the same to me and their haircut is similar. Uh, but he's the one who gets the one-on-one. -on -one. 
Oh, you mean Jamie? Mm-hmm. Yes, they drive out to Joshua Tree Park. Mm-hmm. Um, and they so they are supposedly having a picnic at the very top, so they have to climb up. Yeah. And this looked like actual rock climbing. Yeah. Like ropes and everything. Uh-huh. Um, it looked a bit harrowing to me, uh-huh. but you guys know how uh-huh. I feel about these danger dates. <laughs> God, you gotta get out of your comfort zone there, Chrissy. You gotta, you gotta climb the rock. Yeah, well, they did. You know, you gotta, you gotta be willing to do whatever it takes for love. Come on. Yeah, even the camera people had to climb this. I saw them perched like halfway up as they were climbing. There's there's plenty of safety gear. Plenty. Yeah, yeah I mean they uh seemed to hit it off pretty well here. Yeah, this is the part of the episode where Jamie looked like a normal person and Oh no. <laughs> Boy did I not see that coming. Dun, dun, dun. So I guess we, I guess we can move to the nighttime portion because there wasn't much during the day once they got to the top. Um, yeah, this was quite a heavy <laughs> story and childhood that Jamie had. So his mom had him when she was eighteen, but also had some mental health issues and. They ended up having to move, and then one day he saw his mom trying to self-harm. And it was just seemed like it was really, really rough for him. He's still out of school, and eventually his mom committed suicide when he was 24. Which I can't even, I can't even imagine even part, having to experience part of that whole list of things for him. So, question about this. Do they kind of do this whole emotional dump? Like, do people do this um, because they might not get another date? Do they do it to try to, like, accelerate this emotional bond by, like, sharing all this drama? Like, what I, I... I think it's both of those. Okay. I think... I know producers like talk to you before you get to like the nighttime portion about what you're going to discuss that night. So usually this is all like planned and like producers know what's coming. And so I think, I mean, I've always kind of disliked basically the, the dump that happens on the nighttime portion with like your entire, like all these details Oh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't want to just dump all of my stuff like that on somebody in one sitting. I mean, it's like <laughs> almost like your entire life, like entire life story, because I'm sure the conversation is actually much longer and then it's edited down to this. So there's probably a ton more he told her. <laughs> and it's just it's so much. And then the other then the lead is just sitting there like, what do you even say <laughs> after like? like all of this like tragedy and heartbreak is told to you and it's just like wow like 
Like I, she, t- she told him she's impressed with how he's handled everything. And it's like, how else do you really respond? Especially when you don't know this person well enough. This is usually the sort of thing you would tell someone like <laughs> after a bit of getting to know them, but they're like still strangers at this point. So you don't have that like emotional bond. Nope. No, it's uh, yeah, it's it's not necessarily the the most ideal situation. Yeah, but it usually every one on one date has like this huge thing that happens, or like big story that gets told. Well, yeah, I mean, you want to you want to have all of your contestants have deep emotional trauma. So that you can have a good television show. Yep, easy for producers to exploit. Yeah. And also, like, after you've just finished telling someone that story, how are you not going to give them a rose? (laughs) So, obviously. I'm (laughs) I'm sorry your mom committed suicide, but, you know, I really don't see this going anywhere. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, obviously he gets the rose. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we head to an impromptu concert. Ugh. Such a surprise for the Bachelor show to have a performer. Of course. After yeah. a date. Mm-hmm. Groundbreaking, really. Her name is Caroline Jones. Do you do you know her? No. I, I thought her voice was pretty good, but I just it seems like. That would be a little awkward. Oh, for sure. For both the performer and the couple. Because you are the well, only one like in the audience. I feel like the couple doesn't care. I mean, yeah, they spend most of I mean, the time it, making look, out. Look, it's like, it's like that couple we saw at that... Uh, and, um, <laughs> I don't know if I should name the name of the show because I'll reveal information. But yeah, we went to a... A, a concert at a small venue, and uh, there was a couple that was just standing right in the middle of the room amongst all the people, just making out basically the entire time. So I feel yeah, like... they looked like Michelle and Jamie. I feel like your <laughs> reservations about things are not the reservations everyone has. Yeah, clearly not. However... I will say I agree with you from the perspective of the performer because it's got to be a little weird to be like, yeah, I'm up here with my band and I'm a performer, so I'll perform and I perform. But like also, I know for sure there are just two people just standing right there listening to this music totally aroused. Like, Yeah, and then you got all the camera people filming everything and what a weird <laughs> way to do things. <laughs> uh that is still kind of hilarious to me all the things you think about that (laughs) (laughs) and how much it just would absolutely freak you out to be in that situation oh i I can't i just shudder (laughs) to think about it uh well uh that was really wonderful but uh joe's coach died yeah that was I found this odd that they showed this or even that he got a phone call that it happened. I feel like normally they don't allow, like, 
communication like that unless it was like a family member right because also because i got the impression from what joe was saying later that it wasn't like the coach had just died then Mm, i would well they they just started filming so i don't know how far back it would have happened because he specifically said yeah like I got like I got the call today that like my coach died of it. Like it, I forget the wording he used, but it seemed like it wasn't like the coach had died in the previous like few days. It seemed like it had uh, happened I don't before know. then. I I don't actually know, but that's that's how it seemed like it was was that he had found out, but that it, it had actually been. A little bit. Not sure that matters, but now he's sad, of course. Yep, and coincidentally, it is a basketball group date. Oh, what do you know? Because <laughs> Michelle is a basketball kind of gal. Yes, she seems to be quite talented. She She's, makes all her baskets. She's definitely way more talented than you are. Oh, I, I can't make a shot. And I haven't even seen you play. I just know that <laughs> by instinct. <laughs> yeah. It, it is interesting how they just, like, make it the entire personality. Um, But, yeah, they, they uh, decide it's going to be... Group date time with basketball. Yeah, we have two WNBA players. Don't know either of them. To coach them, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sure there are huge names. But I don't know anybody. There was one little moment I thought was funny when Nate, like, missed a layup. And Michelle is like, how can you miss me? You're not that far from the basket to start with. Because Nate is 6'8". I don't know if we mentioned that before. No, I did he not. He is very tall. <laughs> okay, yeah, there's, there's, there, there really is no excuse for that. If I missed a layup, I mean, yes, for sure. Totally understandable. But I'm relatively short. And I also have no basketball skills whatsoever. But, like, you're basically seven feet tall. You should just be able to stand there and gently put it through the hoop <laughs> yeah he also showed michelle like playing one-on-one with joe um but she seemed to be able to beat him pretty easily there i don't know like how hard he was playing yeah, that moment I feel but... like uh that's sort of a uh romantic situation no. where you don't totally give well... your all <laughs> <laughs> I know you you are totally familiar, unfamiliar with that sort of situation too because you always give your all no matter what mm. you must crush your opponents into the dust no matter who they are that's the goal <laughs> wow <laughs> wow no 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 quarter given even when trying to seduce someone huh I mean some every once in a while I would let up but it doesn't feel authentic <laughs> Oh wow! Yeah, you heard it here, folks. First, everyone, Christy. Christy primarily cares about authenticity. 
Michelle does too. She mentioned that last week. <laughs> oh, so much in common you guys have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so as, as this is like the that bowling date or I mean, I'm sure there have been a bajillion times in Bachelor Nation history where this sort of date has happened, right? Where they split them up into teams and then the winner of whatever activity gets to have cocktail evening or hour or mm-hmm. whatever with the lead. Yes, so the red team was like ahead by a huge margin and then blue came back but then red team ended up winning by one point i think or no, no blue no. team i have it backwards blue team on red team red red team was getting slaughtered and then joe was like i really gotta just i gotta give it my all for michelle Ugh! and then they almost came back because of him and then they still lost by like one point Can you imagine, though, like, being in that situation? Like, if you're on that date, because, like, so, for example, Pardeep, like, he was getting kind of singled out for being terrible, but, like, has he ever played basketball in his entire life? Oh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I've, I've, I've never, like, legitimately played basketball in my entire life. Like, I, I've quote-unquote shot baskets a a small handful of times but like beyond that i have absolutely zero experience with basketball and for the most part wouldn't be able to tell you any finer points of the rules or strategy or anything (laughs) so it seems a little a little unfair perhaps particularly when you consider like there are people out there like joe who actually didn't you play like pretty high level in college? Probably. So yeah. like you have that, you have Nate, like we established super, super tall. Um, I don't know. It just it seems a little rigged, perhaps. Yeah, I think the announcer was just having a little too much fun. I know. Saying like, oh, he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. <laughs> like <laughs> I just I didn't appreciate it. I I just viewed that kind of as a, as a bit of unnecessary bullying. You know, we don't know his background, his history. It's a little rude. So Joe gets the MVP, even though he was on the losing team. Yeah, but clearly she wants to spend more time with him. So. Yeah, I mean, look, he's a he's a baller. You know, he's good at balling what he does plus he also kind of looks like a basketball if you know what i mean (laughs) wow (laughs) that was mean as well i don't know i don't know if that was voluntary or not but look it comes it comes for all of us or most of us at least (laughs) yeah so he gets to chat with her that night and tells her about his coach. And yeah, that's pretty much it for them. Well, don't forget, Christy. Red team was not very happy. Oh, yeah, well. 
<laughs> they arrived back with crestfallen faces. Angry faces as well. Yeah, I just, uh... There wasn't a whole lot that was particularly impressionable about this after party, in my professional mm, opinion. No, not really. She did chat with Nate some more. Um, they seem very into each other. Yeah, I could, I could see Nate going pretty far in this process. For some reason, he also was like really confident he was going to be getting the rose, but like he just got the first impression rose, so she can't really give him the very next like group day rose. Um so wait, who did who did oh, Joe got the rose. Yes, of course. Which I think was yet more fuel on the fire. Oh, yes. <laughs> because since he sh theoretically shouldn't have even been in the running to get the rose since mm -hmm. he was on the losing team. But as we know, there are new rules and nothing matters. The producers just do their evil things and destroy the universe. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So we're now at the cocktail party. Uh, we get to talk about probably the biggest dum-dum on this season. Even though we did talk about Brendan's lack of scholastic achievement earlier. Uh, we get to see Rodney. <laughs> Apple uh, guy. This was... <laughs> oh, this was so painful. So, of course, hopefully everybody remembers Rodney from his Apple costume from the first episode mr granny smith. which he thought was granny smith despite being bright red uh <laughs> and she she blindfolds him and it's like i'm gonna put you through an apple taste test and so she has all these different apples that she then like she feeds him and she feeds him the first one and he's like oh that one definitely a granny smith spoiler alert it was not. <laughs> then, and I, I really hope there isn't something actually wrong with him, and we're just <laughs> roasting him <laughs> when he has like some sort of taste bud like disability or something. But she then takes a piece of pizza, right? Yeah, it's a pretty. <laughs> distinct food and flavor profile puts it in his mouth and you know what he says he says is that lasagna <laughs> <laughs> i just uh... don't understand like i feel like the the sensation of like pizza dough in your I mouth know, it's with a very like, distinct thing would not be comparable to lasagna i mean i know it's it's been a long time since i've had both of those but trust me i've eaten a lot of pizza in my life <laughs> and i've eaten a lot of lasagna in my life and they're very different <laughs> oh that was very funny i just i almost died laughing honestly 
it was just it's a very interesting texture i mean he was like i think i'm getting some cheese which was (laughs) true but still (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh poor rodney and yet she still kisses him well that was like the last food quote unquote yeah well thank the lord he got that one right that would have been embarrassing if he had been like was that a french fry (laughs) (laughs) Uh, again apologies if there's an actual medical reason for this if anyone knows that there is an actual medical reason for this, I know that we have some medical professionals who are huge fans of this show. Uh, let, us, let us know if there is anything we're not considering here. Definitely be interested to know as a pizza and lasagna enthusiast. But I guess it was inevitable that we would get to this point in the episode, Christy. Yeah, Jamie's fall from grace begins. The vilification. The, I guess, origin story. Yeah, I just didn't didn't see this coming. No, I mean, he seemed like... A decentish guy. I mean, it was maybe a little bit of a red flag earlier when he was like, yeah, you know, so he got the date and everybody else, of course, is super jealous. And then he's like, you know, yeah, like this is as much like for me as it is for her. Like, I he's like, I just live a really weird life, you know? And I just, like, I have to make sure that she's going to be the right one for me. And, like, I'm not, like, I'm not going to really, like, I forget what he said, but, like, commit to anything. Or, like, you know, until I find out, you know, like, she can actually roll with me. Yeah, basically to that effect. Self-important. Which, which was a little strange given the overall, I mean, not strange from the context of like yeah you obviously want to be in a relationship with somebody you can like both people can tolerate and you can tolerate each other's lives and stuff but it was interesting to hear that in the context of the bachelorette for sure yeah he spends a bunch of time like chatting with the other guys trying to stir up this whole oh joe might have known her beforehand and then he brings up this like weird rumor that he got some info from a friend who lives in Minnesota who then saw Michelle Alleged, at a again, restaurant. Allegedly it was Michelle. I yeah, don't think well, we know one way or the other. There there's a photo somebody had tweeted, I guess, of like Michelle with a friend at a restaurant. So somebody did find that, but they oh, weren't okay. dating or anything. So he That we took, know of. He did. He just took this rumor and ran with it. And eventually he chats with Michelle herself and basically repeats all of that to her. But then he like does it from the perspective of like, 
I don't really care about this, but other people are talking about it when really he was the only one who cared. It was very irritating to watch. <laughs> he like totally twisted it and basically lied. And of course, Michelle is upset and has to leave. Um, and like eventually Tasha comes to talk and I really hope they like edited out everything else she said because the only thing we heard was that's really tough from her. <laughs> <laughs> um, Look, that's what happens, all right? You know, I've, I've experienced this. You know, you're getting... You're, you know, you're on you're on TV and you say all this stuff and they just they just edit down to it's really cool. I know the I know the feeling. <laughs> yeah, I I also Okay, so first of all What did you think about Michelle attributing the rumored essentially she's saying it was just because it was two black people together and if she had been with a white friend that people wouldn't have assumed they were in a relationship do you think that that's true um i i didn't completely understand that i I mean, I know there's like racial dynamics in play there, but I don't know. It it could be the area, the kind of area it was in. I mean, I don't know what the racial demographics are of Minnesota, but if you're in a a town that's like mostly white and you see two black people at a restaurant, you might just assume, oh, they're together or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I I I, what, I wasn't really was, sure. That was interesting to me because like. I feel like they that would maybe have like a generally more possibility of being true, at least in certain areas. But I also think that it's possible that actually who she was could have played into that as well, right? Because like if you know, if you see somebody who you know is is on or going to be on television like you actually know who they are and you see them with somebody i think that it is even easier at that point to speculate as well just because yeah. it's it's fun to like be like oh wow ooh, i know who that is she's gonna be the bachelorette she's having dinner alone with somebody <laughs> omg yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it just really got blown out of proportion, and she had to, like, address the whole group. And she even asked, are there any questions, and, like, nobody says anything. Which she was not happy about. No. Because, like, from what Jamie had told her, all these people were talking about it. But, of course, it's really just Jamie. Nobody else seemed to care. And... Then after she leaves, like, everyone starts, like, chatting, like, um, who told her that? And Jamie just sits there silently, not saying he, anything. He look, he didn't even have uh, as many faults as Carl had. <laughs> he, <laughs> at least Carl owned up to, like, spreading rumors, as far as I remember. Yeah, he did. He was like, <laughs> oh, guys, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> But Jamie just c- 
couldn't do it. Well, he even said in an ITM that he doesn't care. He's not trying to be the nice guy. Yes, he does. I mean, he said a lot that he does not care. He has said that many times. I Man. don't know if I believe him. <laughs> so this basically ruins the rest of the night. Surprise, Cocktail party surprise. is canceled, yep. And time for the rose ceremony. So the four people that went home are Pardeep, PJ, Daniel, and Alec. I'm sure that we will... Miss them dearly. Yeah, the only two I recognized were Pardeep and PJ. But <sighs> so sad. Their journey has come to an end. Michelle, gentlemen, this is the final rose. When you're ready. <laughs> yes, which. I know. I, I'm sure. I'm sure. Producer influenced, but she kept the pizzapreneur. Oh yeah, his his drama journey is not over yet. Oh boy. Well, that's a whole lot of drama. Yeah, it was a good episode. Entertaining. I do have kisses. How many? Fifteen. Which is fourteen more than the lousy one we had last week. <laughs> Apparently, I saw online that, like, Michelle actually kissed Nate a second time that night. They just <gasps> didn't show it. Oh, my goodness. How dare they? I know. Don't they, like, want us to have accurate counts? Apparently not. They don't care about a poor, just sad man trying to keep accurate counts. It's unbelievable. No wonder the world is going into the toilet because of stuff like that. But yeah, 15. So we're, we're starting to jumpstart things again. We'll see where we end up. Here, by the end of things, she uh, doesn't seem to be reluctant to kiss people. So, that'll definitely uh, affect things, I'm sure. Uh, how can the good people of the universe contact us if they care to do so? You can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at groupdatespodcast. Mm-hmm. We are always ready and willing and interested in your own hot takes, scoops, drama, corrections, whatever it is. We are listening. That is true. Do you have any last words, Christy? No, I think that's it for this week. Mm -hmm. I guess the moral of the story is don't waste all that energy climbing up a mountain if you're just going to be a butthole later. <laughs> this has been Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy. And 
and I'm Christy. We'll talk to you next week.